Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy. Then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place. And we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. Hey, hey, tasters, for all of you who don't know or don't care to know or were not into this show, that was good times playing in the background. Yeah, I've got a cable subscription that allows me to watch good times 24-7. Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Welcome to my table. So I know Plenty of my listeners in my age group grew up on good times. And I know there are a few listeners in my age group or a little younger that felt like good times should have been called bad times. You know, that's the running joke. So I've had a conversation or two with a few, you know, a few listeners who are a little younger than me. And the discussion that was had was a debate about what purpose good times serve. I have listeners or just people in my life who feel like good times was, a, you know, like a strike against blacks. Like it made our community look bad, look foul, like we couldn't get our stuff together. And you know what? I beg to differ. I love good times. It, it, it sits at the center of my heart because for all of you who don't know, Good Times was actually the first black sitcom to feature a black father in the household. Yeah, tasters. That's a big deal. Most black shows, if there were black shows at all, never had a black central father figure. There was a show before Good Times that was called Julia. And that was starring Diane Carroll. And if any of you are old enough to remember Julia or watched it in syndication, Julia was about a single black woman who was raising her son on her own. If I'm not mistaken, correct me. I didn't do my research on this part because Julia was before my time. But Julia was a single mother. Um, And after that, again, there were really no black sitcoms or shows with a black father figure as the centralized character. Now, I know Good Times was kind of over the top with the poor shit, but one thing I did love and respect was the fact that James Evans, the father of the household, his whole mission in life before they killed his character off was to make sure that he provided for his family. Whether he was washing dishes or washing cars, he felt like that was a man's job to be the breadwinner and the provider. Now, a lot of themes from good times may seem outdated, but you know what? I don't think so. You got women nowadays talking about living a soft life. It might not have looked like the soft life, but James was hell-bent on making it so that his wife didn't have to work because according to the sitcom's background, Florida Evans, the mother of the household was a former maid and James was anti that. He didn't want his wife working in anybody's kitchen ever again. 
So James felt like no matter what, if he had to wash cars, wash dishes, or scrub floors, he wanted to provide for his family. He wanted his kids to just be happy, healthy, and whole and go to school every day. There was food on the table. I don't care if it was greens and neck bones or oatmeal. They weren't starving. James was a real man. I'll tell you one other thing I noticed about James Evans. If you all, for any viewers who are Good Times fans, did you notice that when James was alive and in that household, the men didn't play with Thelma. They respected her as a woman. They walked her up to her door. If you can count, Thelma was always even in a serious relationship or engaged. They wasn't pulling no backseat Brenda shit on Thelma. And we talking about back in 1970 Chicago in Cabrini houses, okay? They respected Big James. I remember there was an episode where Michael, the youngest member of the household, brought a homeboy home from school. And he even looked around and was like, damn, you got to live in, daddy? Yeah, that was a big deal. So, yeah, good times, again, takes, it, it, it had, I hold a soft space in my heart for this show because I see what's going on out here. And I don't fucking like it. And that's what has brought you all to my table today. What the fuck is going on with these kids? I don't care about good times being a po-ass show and making us look po. I would rather a po-ass situation with a real daddy in the house than what the fuck is going on out here right now. Because I don't know what's happening, but this demonic children of the corn shit that we got going on in the world today, my God, I hate it. And that's why I'm here. And we're going to talk about it, tasters. <laughs> Again, welcome to my table. Yeah, tasters, that's it. That's right. I wanted to sit at today's table and go off. On what I am calling children of the corn, children of the damned, these demon seeds that's out here running around. And you know what? I don't even have it in me. As of this recording, it was just announced that rapper Takeoff from the group Migos were currently just Takeoff and Quavo was shot and killed at a dice game. In Texas. Just a few hours ago. It's the day after Halloween. I wanted this to be a Halloween episode. And talk about all the fun shit. That I did this weekend. And you know what. I don't even feel like it. Like. I feel drained. Yeah. My mentals. My mentals. And it's not. You know. Rest in peace. To take off. Not just because of his. Shooting. Which is senseless. I feel like all of the murders. Amongst us are senseless, but I don't get it. I've said it before. I feel sometimes that being, I never said this, but I said life in general was like an episode of Black Mirror science fiction series. No, being black, period, feels like I'm trapped in a science fiction drama. Like just a crazy episode of law and order or some shit like I don't get it anymore so I was just ranting and raving in the first segment about good times and about where all the good black fathers it it, it can't just be that it's bigger than that 
because just a few weeks ago, we lost a young black man who was also a rapper to violence in the streets, uh, P&B Rock, rest in peace to him. And it was announced that he was killed by a father-son team. So it's like, you can't blame fatherless households. You can't, who do you blame? And how do you fix it? You know, I was trying to listen to, uh, I am going to call this one out. This woman, Nosy Ho, I usually don't call people by name. I've been hearing about this YouTuber for a while now because she just got into some shit recently with Nicki Minaj. And she's going off about the death of Takeoff. And I'm listening to her. She's angry. It's like, is this your way? Are you motherfuckers and stupid motherfuckers? Why the fuck don't you just move out your community? And black people are just so fucking violent. What the fuck is wrong with black men? Like, are you shitting me? Is this what it's come to? Yeah, I know I, I cuss. You know, I, I can get loud. But you will never catch me addressing anybody. Let alone my people. Yeah, I say my people. She call that hotep shit. A, a gentleman addresses queen. Don't come at me with that hotep shit. Like, and she's shooting off at the lip about the death of this young man take off. And addressing every black man who calls in the show. So my wife, y'all so motherfucking violent. And I just can't believe, like, this is what's getting views. This is what's out here. But again, Tasters, I am going to, because I'm fucking drained. I'm, I'm tired. I can't make excuses for it anymore. I can't listen to my homeboys. I can't listen to the black men at work. I can't listen to black men around me. And yeah, I'm putting it on men. Men, 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 men. Because, yes, as a collective, collectively, there's too much violence amongst blacks. But the men, I don't know what the fuck is going on with y'all. Do we need another million man march where a million men actually show up? Do they need to reinstate the death penalty in most states? I'm talking about hardcore death penalties. Like... Guillotine, electric chair, hanging, firing squad, immediately, not 10, 20 years on death row and then your, you, you, your sentence is commuted to life. No, what has to happen to just make it all stop? Honestly, my mentals is fucked up right now because I can't even focus on what I wanted to bring to the table. Like I said, I did. I wanted to rant and rave about the what's happening with the children, with black children. Well, one thing I will say, because I'm I'm a bit out of focus, I'm I'm angry. Like I said, with this young man's death. And apparently, you know, I don't know much about um the group Migos, but I do know that I never heard anything about this young man take off. I do know that he was very quiet. He seemed to be quiet. And apparently at this dice game, he was being his quiet self. His quiet off to himself. And it looks like whatever happened, it wasn't meant for him. And, you know, call me naive. But in all my years, and I've known quite a few men who've lost their life at dice games. It's damn near a running joke in the black community. Dave Chappelle even did an episode 
about dice games in the hood. It, it was funny and, and, and funny, not funny. You know what I'm saying? Like funny, sad, because this is really happening. And I remember thinking to myself every time that I've heard that somebody black got killed in a dice game, I used to always wonder, well, what was the murder about? Really? Is it really about money? Like people really get mad because they want to lose an end of a dice game. I was just arguing with a homeboy of mine um, not too long ago about gambling. Like, people shouldn't gamble. If you can't afford to lose, gambling ain't your shit. Don't engage in something where if you are possibly on the losing end and have to pay up, you shouldn't be shooting. Like, when it comes to gambling, if it ain't a slot machine or a table, I don't want no parts of it. I don't want any dealings with any type of gambling where it involves another person physically where I could possibly be owing them or they could be on me. Or you could owe me all day. I don't give a fuck. You could owe me your whole paycheck. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. I'm not going to fight you for it. I'm certainly not going to try to kill you over it. When I heard that this man got killed, this young man, 28 years old, takeoff was 28 years old, lost his life at a dice game, it just took my breath away. You know, when you go online today, like, people are really, like, crying, like, rappers are crying, and, you know, it's not just a popular, I guess it is a popularity thing, like, the Migos were very visible, and it's like, again, like, some Twilight Zone shit. Yo, they were just on Drink Champs. Yeah, I'm starting to think Drink Champs, not that they the ops, but shout out to my boy Noriega. You need to go see a, a healer or a spiritual advisor because I feel like the last couple of rap artists that were at Drink Champs drinking at their table their lives just took a wild turn afterwards. Not saying anything, like I said, about ops or setups. I don't mean it in that way. Like maybe there's like a force or spirit on energy over that show or over that cast. Even the things that were said, they were saying that the last words that Takeoff was talking about in the interview was wanting his flowers, that he finally got his time to shine. The Migos just dropped an album, not Migos, Quavo and Takeoff just dropped an album on their own as a duo just days ago. And he was saying how he wanted his flowers now. Like, yeah, you know, it's my time. Noriega said, it's like you really shining on this album, like you dancing. He was like, give me my flowers now, not when I'm out of here. And now he's out of here. Like, what the fuck, tasters? I don't get it. Again, I wanted to kick it with y'all today about what the fuck is going on in our communities. You know, throw a little humor into it. You know, try to find some understanding. There's no humanness. We are really losing out here. And I don't get it. And the more I see happening amongst us, the more... I feel good about the conscious decision that I made not to procreate, not to bring children into this crazy world because I don't feel like I'm missing out by not being a mother. I'm certainly not missing out by not having a son out here.
This is some scary shit. So again, tasters, thank you for my table. And we'll talk more about Halloween and the festivities that I engaged in. I'm really not in that type of mood. I can't even lie. But I do want to shout out a few tasters that I happened to meet this past Halloween weekend. I was very flattered. I had I was approached by two listeners at um Halloween events that I attended at a Halloween event that I attended that told me that they listened. One gentleman, if you know who you are, I'm shouting you out, handsome gentleman in a pink hood, jeans, said that he's listened to every episode and he loves what I'm doing. And um another episode Another gentleman hit me with the Steve Harvey joke. You know, if you know, you know, inside joke regarding a hard or soft podcast. But I can't do it today, tasters. I, I would feel phony. I don't have jokes in me. I don't, I don't feel like being silly. I I don't want to rant and rave. I ain't, I ain't going to go the nosy hole route and ask him what the fuck is wrong with everybody. And why the fuck you don't just move and leave these niggas alone and stop fucking them. And I don't have it. I don't have it. it. It takes a lot of evil, angry energy to even balk like that. You know, I'm not built for it. I'm not on demon time. You know, that, that new term that these young people have been using but I know one thing I am going to mention as far as our community I don't know what happened with rap but shout out to brother Hassan Campbell who has said it niggas want to be rappers more than ever now and not for rap's sake they would rather be rappers over d-boys the drug game is over these young cats would really rather get caught up in the rap game because it comes with all the perks of the drug game, but with the extra popularity. You might get a platinum album. You might get a Grammy talking about shooting and killing. Whether you're actually doing it or not, who knows, but just talking about it. So, yeah, I got into a back and forth with a, with a friend of mine, and his thing was, well, if that's what they rap about, you know, rap would be boring. Bull motherfucking shit. I'm 45 years old, tasters. I can remember when rap wasn't all about killing people. I can't even pinpoint the, the era when that genre started. Rap used to be about bragging and boasting who had the nicest outfits, who had the hottest car. You know what I'm saying? Who who, who was the, the best on the mic, having a good time. I remember back in the days when dudes would really grab the mic at a get-together, block party, house party. Remember, even a house party. That was the thing. Let me get the mic. Let me get the mic. And it was just all fun and games. When did it become... Well, like I said, I think I can pinpoint when it became so hard and so violent. Yeah. Thank you, L.A. Whatever the fuck was going on in South Central L.A., Compton, I I'm sorry for whatever happened to y'all niggas out there that made you be... The niggas that you are and were say the things that you said, do the things that you did, and turn the rap game upside down like it is. That's one thing me and my homeboy did agree on. He said it. He was like, back in the days, all them groups from fucking California, NWA and them, they was wild to us. Those are the first people that we heard in rap songs 
calling women bitches and hoes. We didn't talk like that here. We didn't. And then, you know, everything just went around in a circle. And now we at that ugly half turn. I would love for rap to come full circle. Stuart 360 back to when rap was just talking about how much money you had, how many girlies you had. You call it corny if you want to. It was fun. But this shit right here, I'm not with the shits. This is terrible. It's terrible. But again, rest in peace, take off. And tasters, thank you for joining me at my very sad table. And yes, this has left a bad taste in my mouth. You all stay safe. Bye.